Ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Tonight is Tuesday, August the 17th, 2021. Obviously, that was Scorpions with the epic winds of change. Um, also joining me tonight. I just want to say if, 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 if I was living in East Germany right now, I'd be super inspired. Right, to topple the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I, we, that's inspirational music. Uh, this is ostensibly a baseball podcast. I don't know if I said that. Joining us, as per usual, is Sam, who is off camera, but I thought I saw him. Sam, how's it yeah. going? Good, I'm, I'm good. I'm coming at you from Brooklyn, New York, as usual. My hot take tonight is that I think that we might all be related, and just bear with me here. Okay. So I was <clears throat> at visiting family this past weekend without doxing any of us. I was went to this graveyard that's like the ancestral graveyard of my family, which was filled with people, gravestones with my family's last name and your family's last name. So <clears throat> I think that it's possible that the three of us are actually related from way back when. Okay. Well, I mean, well, I mean, for, so I mean, can, candidly, for the record, two of us are related. So right. there, for the all three of us to be related, that it's percentage-wise not as unlikely as another three people because two of us already are related. Right. So, yeah. so I'm going to diminish your hot take. <laughs> My hot take is that I am related to you guys. Or that, that is a hot. That is me. a hot take. What? Yeah. Where were you, Massachusetts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean. Right is not a uh, the, it's not a common last name, right? Right. Uh, right. I Sam was texting me gravestones, right from Massachusetts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Add our, our names, uh, you know, the last our docs has the last name right on it, and 
I was like, he was like, you got family from Massachusetts? It wouldn't be that hard to find us. Um, and I said, I don't think so. Thomas, do you know where our family comes from? Uh, I think it's English Scottish. English Scottish, yeah. Right. Right. My, well, you my know, mom. You guys are white, so I'm just going to assume that at some point you came from Europe. You know what I mean? Right. And we're all, we're all, we are probably all related, really. I mean, we're all children of this earth, so. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we all come from the same mother Gaia's womb, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll have to do some research. I'm sure. This episode has really jumped the shark. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Sam, Sam's been coming at us with the hard hot yeah, yeah. lately. Um, We're getting a late, a late start because Sam doesn't have a dishwasher anymore. Yeah, <laughs> right. Now, there's a whole other thing going on. Well, I, I'm going to jump the shark even further, Sam, because so we were waiting for Sam to get off work. He was working late. And Thomas and I, in typical dump on the up con, uh, fashion, had the best conversation that obviously ended with, oh, we should have said that on the podcast. All the greatest podcasts go unrecorded. Yeah. So, but that inspired our walk-on music. So also joining us as per usual, what, oh, uh, after being doxxed is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Thomas Wright, coming to you from Seattle, Washington. <laughs> uh, come find me, I'm pretty bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'm doing pretty good, Joel. I'm coming to you from Seattle as it is. Uh, and my hot take has been bouncing around between like, behold the great outdoors to like, fuck humanity to, oh, sweater weather is pretty cool. <laughs> to like, oh, wow, an East German snuff party. That sounds really scary. Dude, like, so <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to settle on, uh, I don't think we're related. That's your hot take is you don't think we're related? <laughs> no, yeah. I, can, I, 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 I just got to go with one. I think, I think, uh, I, I think uh, my hot take is going to have to be fuck the Major League Baseball again. Based on what? I mean, um, always, but. The Field of Dreams game, this like, the, the just they're sort of like clumsy attempts at draining every possible dollar out of their resources is just i'm over it still so that's my hot take part see yeah i agreed with you last <laughs> week but then i watched the field of right. day and you're totally wrong because <laughs> the chicago white Sox what that game <laughs> walk off <laughs> that was great <laughs> this was really funny this also happened behind the scenes, but Joel talked so much shit about this Field of Dreams game, and then it happened, and it was like he was so fucking on board with it. Yeah, he loved it. Okay, that Kevin Costner bit coming out was like that whole introduction, like with the players coming out of the like just like ascending out of the corn. Like, well, first of all, like just Kevin Costner just like walk like. It was like seven minutes of Kevin Costner walking just, out of corn. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Kevin Costner never came out of the corn, though. No, he, does, he not, didn't. Watch he the pre- he, he was the one who was like coaxing them out of the corn. 
in the movie, but in the oh, game. He didn't walk out. Yeah. Okay, I'm, 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 no, I, I might, I might have missed where he came from. He he walks out of the corner. Yeah, I thought he did. He walked out of the corner first, and then like meanders the outfield, which was really weird. Yeah, kind of made him look just like he was senile because he like would start yeah, walking. Hundred percent, and he uh, looks old. Yeah, and he's old. He is old, and then. He turns around after like five minutes. You're absolutely right, Thomas. And then he turns Seven. around. Seth, it, it, it was five. I've watched the clip on YouTube many times. And then the White Sox and the Yankees come out of the court. In like slow motion. And then they're all walking out like across the field, like for this whole goddamn fucking like 10 minutes. It was like the most insufferable bit of like, hope like just what garbage kind of film tv is this like what is happening and now somebody's trying to do a fucking a series like a hulu series yeah, about gonna... <laughs> field of dreams like just yeah. fucking kill me dude that movie wasn't that cool like it was fine i really, it was, I really i'd rather watch eight the, men out i want to get the transcript of the phone call when major league baseball called up ray Liotta to see if he would come walk out of the corn for this baseball game <laughs> <laughs> he just cusses them out right he'd be like okay you're gonna give me a million dollars and they're like no we thought you'd do it for like the feel goods and then he just like starts swearing a lot that'd be good exactly i watched the movie earlier that day before the game because i've always been like that movie makes no goddamn sense like joel bought no this thing sense. like we talked about how yeah. stupid it was and joel, joel bought it like, brought it up as a topic for how stupid it was at the beginning <laughs> of last totally week's because that movie doesn't make any fucking sense but it is really right. good to watch doesn't make any i sense. watched the sandlot last night and it's fucking better movie yeah Sandlot's yeah I agree with that. It's like there's a black guy living in Boston. Give me a break. <laughs> James Earl Jones is in the Sandlot too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one though, him being black in the Sandlot makes even less sense because it's all about his bet, his friendship with Babe Ruth. Unless the Sandlot is Hollywood telling us that Babe Ruth was actually black. And was just passing in the major leagues the whole time. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That is like a conspiracy theory in baseball that they Ruth had like a black. Right. Guy. Yeah. Because he came out of. Can league. we link that to QAnon somehow? <clears throat> Probably. Well, we were talking about that before the podcast. <laughs> yeah. On our previous podcast, our unreported recorded uh, podcast, we <laughs> a hilarious bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. We got to talk about that. Okay. But moving on, <laughs> that'll be for another segment. Um, I got to give you my hot take. I'm Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Here's my hot take. There are downsides to having a good team, okay? So I'm a White Sox fan, and I... I don't know about that. I was planning on going to the Saturday and Sunday games against the Yankees. I only ended up going to the Sunday game. Some things have never, I've, you know, I've been rooting for the White Sox since like 08. The, the, this is the first time I've gotten to the stadium and I couldn't park in the parking lot. I had to go to the overflow parking lot. And I was like, there's an overflow parking lot? They're like, yeah, this parking lot's full, man. It's closed. You can't park here. 
blew my mind. That's the first time that's ever happened to me when I'm going to a White Sox game. Was the game sold out? Yeah, the game was sold out. Um, Why didn't you go on Saturday? Because I decided I had shit I wanted to do around my house and didn't want to deal with driving up to Chicago on Saturday evening. I don't know. Yeah. Um, then How long did it take you to Two hours, two two hours and fifteen minutes. Um, but then I got to the game, and it was so crowded, and that's the first time in like a year and a half I've been like, oh, this is like dangerous, like COVID wise, like right. <clears throat> We were packed in there, like shoulder, like in the concourse. You're packed in there, shoulder to shoulder. You know, most people are not wearing masks, and, and you know, it. I was that was the oh, first time. Vaccinated. Like, probably mostly. I know Illinois is like at sixty-four percent or something like that. We're doing oh yeah, there's right. like half the people are vaccinated, right. and it's supposed to be like you don't. If you, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. They don't check. Nobody checks or gives a damn. So that was the first time in a long time. I was like, I don't know about this, man. This is kind of sketchy. Maybe I shouldn't be here. Um, And then the White Sox. You're vaccinated, right? What? I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated, right? I'm vaccinated. So, like, you're fine. Probably. Um, and then the White you're Sox. You're just as likely to die at a White Sox game for something else than to die from coronavirus. Yeah. More likely to die from something else. More likely to die at a Dodgers game. <laughs> um, and then the White Sox played like ass until the ninth inning when they tried to make a rally. But it sure sucks when you go to a baseball game and your team loses to the New York Yankees. But at least we I won the. The only game that matters, which is the damn Field of Dreams game. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The Red Sox lost two to the Yankees today. Yeah, that, and they played yeah. like they played like shit. It was terrible. Yeah, and yeah. now the Yankees are ahead of you guys in the standings. I think. I think we're tied. Tied. The Red Sox are really sliding, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's actually. They just have been a real schizophrenic offense because they either score zero runs or they score like 15 runs. Yeah. They scored 45 runs in four games, and one of those games they only scored one run. Not <laughs> <laughs> against Baltimore, though. <clears throat> and the Rays. And the okay, and the Rays. Yeah. Baltimore is bad. Everybody's beating the Rays. How are they still in first place? I don't get it. <laughs> It's really weird too. Just too out of, it's so weird. The, the AL is so weird. Okay, we're gonna get to that later though. We're gonna talk about okay, baseball. Yeah, later. let's talk to, yeah. Let's uh I wanna give some shout outs. Thanks to everybody who wait, wait, oh, so, oh. On, wait. I wanna just say on air something else we said in our unrecorded podcast was that yeah. I wanted Joel to take a moment and to enjoy this moment as a White Sox fan oh, yeah. again, because they're still relevant and they're still like a contender and you should enjoy a, having a good team like have it because like you know that before you know it they're going to be like 30 games out of first place again you know what i mean it's going to be like in five years they'll be terrible again and you'll be like man remember when they were good that was so nice yeah you have to enjoy it right now 
Yeah. It's funny. Joel's team is doing the best and he's like the least happy with this baseball season. I feel like, <laughs> well, that's not true. Thomas is the least happy with this baseball season. I'm very happy with this. I think the Mariners <laughs> have shown some great signs of development for next, the next couple of years are going to be good. <laughs> no, I'm happy with this season. Um, Sam's just always happy with the Red Sox. Yeah. I don't know. Sam, Sam complained quite a bit. But the Red Sox are still overachieving what they were supposed to this season. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Joel, here, I think you should take it to the next uplifting conversation. We should go to a yeah. Wait, I want to give yeah. shout-outs. No. Uh, anyway, I, I'll skip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout-outs. Shout no, no, it's fine. Thanks to everybody who is listening to um, – Last week's episodes, please continue to do so. Check us out on SoundCloud, Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. I'm always talking shit on Twitter. We also have a Facebook page. All right, on to the next uplifting conversation. Here we go. Today was the second day of hearings in the restraining order case filed against Trevor Bauer in Los Angeles County. The 27-year-old anonymous woman who is seeking the restraining order against him took the stand yesterday and described in detail the sexual assault and rape that she accuses Bauer of. We talked about those details uh, in those text messages uh, two weeks ago, I believe. So I'm not going to go into detail about that, but it's very graphic. In addition, last week, the Washington Post published an article, article revealing that in 2020, a woman in Ohio also sought a restraining order against Bauer, and that this woman described very similar assaults from him, including choking her to the point of unconsciousness, raping her while she was unconscious, and sending her threatening text messages afterwards. So question, is this the end of the line for Trevor Bauer? God, I hope so. Right. I mean, he's like, at this point, like, well, I don't know. There's something, there's just something. So we're like, when you have a really public persona and you have like, like with this new kind of world of Twitter and YouTube and like, and whatever, I don't know, just TikTok and all this shit where you have access to these people's personalities and like the way that they sort of create an image, you know, and his whole kind of like contentious online attitude with like this sort of like kind of bratty, but it's like all, and like now in the light of this shit, it's all this sort of like more entitled white kid, like being appeased and encouraged to do whatever the fuck he wants. And like, all of a sudden it's coming out like this guy's just a total dickhead. And like just a a maladjusted, emotionally inept, individual and it's just sort of like so what if he's good at fucking baseball i I don't want to talk about him anymore well and that was a big thing when this was coming out on twitter because a lot of people were like oh so the guy who in his social media personality bullied and harassed women and sicked his legions of of fans on them you know on you know basically private women on the internet you're surprised that he's a serial sexual abuser like we people told us this is going to happen and it turns out they were right yeah you are what you say you are yeah right 
Yeah, um, I, uh, you know, I thought that we were just going to, I don't know. The whole situation's really fucked up. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of unfathomable to, I, I don't know if you guys were reading the whole thing about that internal memo from the Dodgers that came out where they were like talking about how they're just not going to do anything until the conclusion of the criminal investigation, which obviously means that unless it's like he goes to jail, he's going to continue playing for the Dodgers, right? Like that's the thing. They're like not saying anything so that when it's over, they can either be like, oh yeah, well, we were always going to get rid of him or like, yeah, you know, innocent you know what i mean man that's messed up but then there was a part about that internal memo where they were like oh we were completely we had no idea about this thing in in ohio yeah that cannot be true and it's like is i mean a you're giving this guy a hundred million dollars over three years like you didn't do your homework on him give me a fucking break Every game this guy doesn't pitch costs them like $20 million or something, you know, not that much, but $5 million or something like that. And two, two million, like a million dollars. It's like a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you didn't do your homework on this guy. Give me a fucking break. LA Dodgers. That's horseshit. The other thing, I, I mean, that's the other bit about like that kind of ties into what I was talking about MLB again. It's like the MLB is once again like allowing this sort of kind of garbage to carry on. Like, why don't they just say yeah. he's not, he can't play anymore? Like, you know what the I mean? Chan- like, the chances of him like not, if the chances of him being done, I would say, are less than one percent. Like, really, he might get banned. He might get banned for a certain amount of games, but he won't be banned forever. Wow. No way. And there's no way that the Dodgers are going to do the right thing when this is all over. You know what I mean? There's just no chance. And even if they do, the Yankees will sign him. Right. For the Mets. Well, how long are they signing him? Three years, a hundred. Two more years after this year. Yeah. yeah I mean, if they just could, if they can just get it, I mean, what if I was, I mean, okay, here's a really fucking callous, you know, like whatever. Uh, I can't think of the word anyway. I mean, if the Dodgers were smart, they would just like hurry everything up as fast as they could and make it go away. Like, you know what I mean? Like just get the proceedings done with and then hopefully he's exonerated, you know, whatever. I mean, in, in a legal proceeding. And if they don't talk, if they can play it down enough, they just fucking play, play it next year and never, nobody will even be paying attention. Right. It's America. Right. And that, that did you guys. Hmm. Sorry. No, no, I was going to go on a different tangent. Go ahead. Did you guys hear, like, read about the, the court proceedings from today? A little bit. I was reading examination. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor Bauer's lawyers just like up there slut shaming this girl. Yeah. Straight up. Saying that she was sleeping with like, other players. And, and then if, if he really did this un, without her consent, why did she go back to him the next day? Just like, right. Yeah, exactly. Brutal, like, bullshit. Uh, yeah right which is which is just slut shaming and the thing you know i originally was thinking about you know we would just get on here and talk about how trevor bauer probably has a baby dick and stuff like that and then i like (laughs) read 
<laughs> all this stuff about this testimony today and it's just it's not even you know it's hard to make jokes about it. it's like so fucked up and like just the shit that this poor woman is has to go through to like do something that she feels like she needs to to protect herself from this like super rich and powerful white man you know what i mean like <clears throat> i wanted to go off i want to do because maybe i've got a joke here about about all these terrible things that we're talking about right because Trevor Bauer must be the worst aid, uh, cl- like legal client to fucking have, right? Because after the Washington Post releases this article about this woman in Ohio, he has to go on Twitter and say something, which if his lawyers were worth anything or if they could control him at all, they'd be like, no, motherfucker, don't say anything. There's nothing you can say. But he gets on Twitter and he says uh, he released a statement saying that he and this woman in Ohio consensually dated from 2016 to 2019 and that she's only doing this to try to get money out of it. And he posts screenshots, blah, blah, blah. The thing is, there's a police record. She, She was at his apartment, I believe it's in Cleveland, in 2017. And she called the cops saying he was beating her and the cops came and she said he was, he was beating her and he said she was beating him. And so the cops, because they're cops, arrest her for underage drinking. (laughs) Now this is 2017. She got arrested at Trevor Bauer's apartment in 2017 for underage drinking. And he went on Twitter and said they dated from 2016 to 2019. Now, I'm not that good at math, but that means the oldest she could have been when they started dating in 2016 was 19 years old. Possibly younger than that. So this (laughs) dumbass might, and, and like normally you'd be like, well, of course she was over age when they started dating. But if we already know he is beating, choking, and raping women, then I'm not going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's not having statutory rape with underage women also. And he's a dumb, egotistical enough person to go on Twitter and, you know. And perjure himself. Yeah. Right. There's another indicator of him having a baby dick, just saying. Right. Yeah, it is a good one. Right. Uh, we should we should try and find his truck. I bet he's got a truck. Oh, I'm sure. He does. <laughs> All right. He does. Probably huge. <laughs> big old truck. A little baby dick. All right. Well, this is yeah, Okay. Well, that was a fun article. A uh, topic. Yeah. I mean, but uh, let's see what happens. I mean, I wait. Hope- what do you do? You think he's done, Joel? I think that both of Thomas and I said no. I think Are you dissenting? MLB, I think MLB and the Dodgers and any institution is not going to do the right thing unless it's in their financial interest to do so. Right. And I hear what you're saying that it's not. They've invested too much in Trevor Bauer to, you know, only if he becomes so unbearable or if he goes to prison. Um, which I don't uh, know. Yeah, I'm, 
they let Bill Cosby out of jail. So I follow right. Simpson on Twitter. He's hilarious. How old is he? He's still, I mean, he's still going to be. Uh, 30. Yeah. About 30. Okay. Well, we'll see. Bill Cosby's 30 years old. Yeah. Bill Cosby's <laughs> only 30. Yeah. <laughs> All um, right. So let's talk about should, should we talk about baseball? Yeah, let's talk right. about Well, I'm going to do this next week. Yeah. So I was thinking about this today, and we are three-quarters of the way through the season. We're at the three-quarter pole, the Preakness. We're almost there. And some of the divisional races are getting kind of heating up. But I think – I don't know. I think it's just kind of time to assess the three-quarter point in the season and sort of have a laugh. But the divisions are interesting. Not as much in the American League where the – although the Red Sox plummeting from first place is sort of funny – for some of us, <laughs> uh, the, the, the AL Central is a bore, and the Houston Astros still lead the AL West. But in the National League, we have the standard NL West. But the surprise San Francisco Giants have opened up a four-game lead on the Los Angeles Dodgers, and an eleven-game lead on some people's preseason picks, the San Diego Padres. Meanwhile, the Reds have closed the gap in a widening divisional race but the reds have closed the gap on the wild card and the padres um and then in the nl east the mets have gone four and 11 in august to fall behind both atlanta and philadelphia the question well our question here now is why haven't we been paying as much attention to the rest of the national league after the padres and the dodgers because there's some kind of cool things happening there and what also then I would also say, my other question is, what are our takeaways three quarters of the way through the season? Well, yeah, I wanted to talk about the Giants here because <clears throat> I had a hot take earlier in this season about how I was sick of hearing about Shohei Otani. I'm sick of hearing about the fucking uh, L.A. Dodgers and San Diego Padres. And no yeah. one's talking about. Yeah. The, the San Francisco Giants. Like, give me a break. The San Francisco Giants are the best team in Major League Baseball by a considerable margin. I just want to and, go ahead and say, wait, can I just inter inter interject here? Yeah, sure. I am on the record for picking my childhood favorite San Francisco Giants to finish maybe last in the National League West except for Colorado. <laughs> I think uh, we all what, did. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the Red Sox – we're, are, we're like another surprise team coming like through half of the season. And then this past quarter, like we're three quarters of the way through the season, this past quarter has really yeah. exposed some flaws in mm -hmm. uh, the Boston Red Sox, but the New York, the, sorry, <laughs> the San Francisco giants keep getting better. And yeah, so I think it's like, you know, if I'm, a San Francisco Giants fan, no yeah. offense, Thomas, I'm probably a fucking asshole. But <laughs> if I'm a San Francisco Giants player, I am like playing with a serious chip on my shoulder that yeah. I'm still hearing nightly headlines about Fernando Tatis Jr., who's on the disabled list. And like no one's talking about my team, who is like by far the best team in major league baseball. No, and they, they, and they are the best team. Yeah. Like coming, the best thing coming out of California in baseball right now. Is yeah. Just go giant. So that's kind of a, that's pretty surprising in the face of like the showtime LA Dodgers and the up and coming Padres and Shohei Otani and in, in Anaheim, you know, 
and Oakland, although, yeah, Oakland always, everybody always kind of shits on Oakland and Oakland watch out now. Like watch out. I don't know. I I'm kind of Matt Chapman made a fucking crazy play on a ball over his head the other day. And he's starting to heat up at the plate. And I think with a, what getting a Starling Marte is like, they're like, Oakland might be interesting, but I think it's, I think watching the Mets fall out of uh, contention has been kind of hilarious. Although I feel bad for Atlanta at this point, because without Ronald Acuna, I'm curious to see what they conjure up. Aren't they in first place, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've, they've squeaked into first place. It's kind of a, I mean, the division doesn't look good on paper. Well, they had a really garbage first half, so they've been playing good ball. Yeah. But like, I don't think like who's the best player on the San Francisco Giants. I couldn't even tell you. Chris Bryant. Chris. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, no, you don't know either. Yeah, no, it's Chris Chris Bryant. (laughs) No, 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 no. He he just showed up there. He's not the reason they're in first place. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. what has he done since he's gotten there? See, this is what I'm talking about. This is like you're basically no, an you. ESPN analyst. You're like, oh, the best player I, of the San Francisco Giants is Chris Bryant. Like, give me a break. That's not no, but true. I mean, okay, wait, Sam, I'll talk to you about it for a second because I do pay some attention. I mean, Buster Posey and Brandon Crawford are having Brandon a Crawford, crazy that's career That's the guy years. I wanted to ask about. Crawford, yeah. He's having a crazy career year. He's 30-something. He's got a kind of a funny story. Like, he grew up in the Bay Area. There's a picture of him at a Giants game when he's a little kid, and he wanted to play short. So, I don't know. Anyway, they're cool. Buster Posey and Brandon Crawford and Brandon Belt kind of all having career years. And then, like, the new kid Solano having a good year. The Yastrzemski hasn't had a good year. But then they're they're starting pitching as, like, they they do – I don't know. There's somebody, I can't think of who else does it, but they like, they kind of just like pull people off the scrap and that people have other discarded, discarded. And they have like something they show them. They're like Tampa Bay. Yeah. Like Kevin Gosman has had a crazy year. Di Scalfini has been like super good. Their, their starting pitching has been really good. And I think their bullpen has been pretty solid, but like Buster Posey's hitting like three, three twenty-five or something like that. He's the best. Yeah. <clears throat> So the team leaders for the San Francisco Giants in batting. Are you ready? Yeah. Batting average, Brandon Crawford, 306. Home runs, Brandon Crawford, 19. RBI, Brandon Crawford, 70. On base percentage, Brandon Crawford, 371. <laughs> Hits, Brandon Crawford, 104. Yeah. Brandon Crawford's the best player on the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> He's my oh, best. Oh, he, oh, he, not like he plays a premium defensive position. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah he's good um but he's also having a career year right right so the i don't know chris chris has, bryant has 21 home runs right he's got three and 15 games for the it's just he's he i mean he's been having a really good season with the cubs but then he's not as good as brandon crawford not even close no no I, I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now. They're not even close. Okay. Anyway. You guys are talking over each other about stats you're reading off of your phone. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We should stop. Bad when this thing um, So, yeah. So, let's go Giants. I'll get on that bandwagon. I'm totally cool. Oh, with yeah. That. Fuck yeah. Go Giants. Um, in terms Milwaukee's going to be tough. Milwaukee's going to be tough. San Diego might not even make the playoffs. Uh, the Reds, Joey Votto got his 2,000 hit. He has been 
fucking tearing it up, which I think is funny. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Reds, man. I am too. I want the Reds to overtake the Padres right now. I think Hell I don't yeah. think they can overtake Milwaukee. Um, and I then want the Sam, Dodgers to go down. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Sam, I want you to answer this question. Like, because Thomas and I were talking about it. Is there some schadenfreude? Because you like the Mets, but are you getting yeah. any schadenfreude of the Mets pulling a Met and doing what everybody said they were going <clears> to <throat> do and finally fall apart? No, see, it's not, it's not schadenfreude. It's like, this is, this is as somebody who follows the Mets loosely, it's like, ah, you know, this is it. This is, yeah. you know. It's like I'm gonna hit some fucking baseball games in September for eleven dollars a ticket. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that's what I love about the Mets is like right. going to the ballpark and not paying anything really. You know, I'm like getting a free T-shirt because I just really want people to show up. <laughs> <laughs> that's ironic. So I'm gonna resent you when I'm going to a white because I'm not a Mets fan. Like I like the Mets, yeah. but I'm not a Mets fan. Like right. I don't really want. I don't care if they win or lose. You know. Right. Yeah, you're a Red Sox fan, and right. you live in. I don't like the Mets. Yeah, but you like the Mets. Yeah, but uh, they are. You they, want them to win when you go to a game. You're like, you want them to win, but you're not like. Right, if I go to a game, I'm gonna root for the Mets mm-hmm. unless they're playing the Red Sox. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that makes. I wouldn't sense. even. I wouldn't even say I want them to win. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah, you're like, oh, cool, they won. Or, oh shit, they lost. Right. Whatever. I think guys. if I'm like at a game, I would I want them to win. Right, because it's fun to yeah. 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 And talk shit. And it's fun for everybody fun. to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh Phillies, Atlanta or Phillies in the East. Who you guys got? Atlanta. Still Atlanta. Still I agree. Yeah, yeah I, I still think Atlanta, but I want the Phillies to win. I think they might be kind of fun. <clears throat> Phillies are like still have a pretty sizably a running differential that's pretty highly in the negative. Hey man, don't throw no Pythagorean theorem at me. <laughs> All right, before we move on, um, we got one last quick headline I want to mention. Any other baseball news we are forgetting? No, are we talking about Afghanistan now? I thought we were going to transfer straight from Trevor Bauer into Afghanistan. Oh, we want to talk about <laughs> Afghanistan. Okay, well let's. Uh, uh, well, we got to do our twenty-minute no, no, episode your, on. You do your thing. Twenty-minute episode on Middle East. Yeah, twenty-minute <laughs> episode on the Middle East. Right. Yeah, we were talking about that. What's your hot take on Afghanistan, Sam? No, oh, no, we don't have time. Okay. But I'd say that it's about as weird. Can I wait? Can I say my hot take on Afghanistan? It's about as it's a. I would say that it's about as weird to watch people fall off of a flying away airplane as it is to watch people fall out of the side of a burning building. Oh yeah. Well, that actually that turned really political. I didn't mean that to come political. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! Dark. <laughs> so I saw some yeah. footage of people trying to get out of Afghanistan, and I was like, "Well, those people are falling." And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of like when those people were falling." And oh, I was no. like, oh, that's kind of weird. that's a weird circle. Uh, my okay, my hot take on Afghanistan is that the Taliban was going to take over the country at this time, and Joe Biden knew it, regardless of where the U.S. was. So he decided to pull out, so it didn't look like they were beating us. Um, I, I, everybody knew it was going to happen. I don't want to talk right. about Afghanistan. 
I'm out of whiskey. I got to You're out of whiskey. Go get another whiskey. Uh, Mike, like, we were thinking of before is, you know, the, Af- Af- the Taliban took over and they had a press conference. And at this press conference, the, their spokesman was like, we're going to respect uh, women's rights. We're not going to exact, like, bloody revenge on our opponents. We're going to let some people from the old government stay in power. And like most of the response in all the media I've been reading is like, yeah, right, buddy. Yeah. Um, but like the other thing is that, and is they've got all, like maybe the central controlling group is saying that because they want to be seen as legitimate, but they've got hundreds of thousands of dudes that have been fighting for them that they can't control because now those guys. They're like the Republican Party of Afghanistan. Right. Like, like there's all under the umbrella of like Islam, you know, like an Islamic state. Like that's kind of like the concept of is like they're like they're oh, it was like the Republicans, but like the QAnon shaman and like the pro, like the pro life fucking picketer, and then like the yeah. like 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 the gay analogy is you've got you've got like Senator Trevor Mitch, Bauer, Trevor Bauer, yeah, like Trevor all Bauer, these people yeah. under one umbrella. How do you keep them all together? Except yeah. in Afghanistan, some of those people. It's like it's like if the it's like the Q Q. It's like we were talking about before, like the, the group of guys sitting around the desk in the in the in the Afghani, you know, head of government is the same thing. Like, look the same as right. the Q, Q shaman at the speaker's podium. In Dude's Congress. breaking yeah. into the to the Capitol building and they're fatigued with their well, they didn't have AKs, but they had like weapons and their and silly hats and shit. Silly hats. Yeah, it's not good. Anyway, this is where's this, your god now, Tim Tebow? Oh yeah, where's your god now, Tim Tebow? That's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Tim Tebow uh, got cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars today. Um, you didn't know it. He was he was on the roster. Tim Tebow was As a on tight the, end. He was a tight end, and he played. Oh, in the, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played in the he played in the preseason game on Sunday against the Browns. Maybe it was Saturday, and um, you, you, didn't, you should see the block he tried to make on the goal line. It's like. I think I could have. Well, no, I probably couldn't have done better right, job. No, but. You have done that, but <laughs> it was about the same. Yeah. It was about the same. It was the worst thing. So he's been <laughs> his comeback seems to be over, and all the right wing evangelicals are all mad because they're convinced that he only got fired because of his Christian faith. Yeah, right. I'm like, no, he's he sucks. He, right, yeah, he's and, he's like, he's not, and he's like he's forty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's, he'll be 34 next week. He wasn't good enough when he was 24. Right. <laughs> and that's what we were talking about. They All these folks, like, praised Tim Tebow for his faith and letting his faith, like, guide him. And at some point... Meanwhile, the Taliban is like, yeah. well, we're, that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. What's the problem here? Actually, that's probably a problem. That is oh, a man, problem. If the, Taliban, if the Taliban does a really good job of, like... Uh, I don't know, like PR. If they could get somebody in charge of their PR, I bet that they could like Trump team up with Trump and just be like, "Oh, we're gonna take over the whole world." Ooh, yeah, man. Maybe that's on my hot take. That that's a hot take. But my oh, point- you know what? My hot take. What? Yeah. Can I can I just add that I want to I want to say my I, I changed my hot take again. Do it. <laughs> yeah, lay it uh, on us. What? 
two days two days ago celebrated the nine year anniversary of uh, the last perfect game pitched in the major leagues, and it occurred in Seattle, and the pitcher was Felix Hernandez. Rest in peace, Felix Hernandez. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been great. We've covered a lot today, guys. I think that's been great. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this has been Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Sometimes we're going to talk about Afghanistan. You never know. Yeah, that'll be an ongoing cut topic, yeah, probably. Uh, probably. Oh, well, we got to do our 20 minute tidy episode on Middle East book piece. Yeah. yeah. And then our. And Haiti. Haiti. We, we have, we have a. The big, Middle East and Haiti. We're going to do a joint 20 minutes on those two. Uh, I think we could, I think we could probably find 20 minutes on both. But yeah, we got a big off season. We're going to have to do Middle East piece, right. <laughs> uh, uh, sexism, racism, uh, classism, the, the, yeah. the structures of capitalism. I think God, we got a lot of that. We got a lot to talk about. And it's only August, man. Also, as I get ready to play us off, the CIA, we got to talk about the CIA. And oh, yeah, sending the bass player from the Scorpions to snuff parties. Yeah, the CIA <laughs> sending the bass player from the Scorpions. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, we're convinced that that happened. And that gets us back into the QAnon stuff. It's all, it's all connected, you guys. Time is a flat circle. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> All right, we are going to get sued. We're going to get famous. And Sam, my name is Joel. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Remember to follow us on all your social media applications and listen to us on whatever uh, media you do. If you are listening to us, rate, review, subscribe. Tell us what you think because I love reading this. All right, for Thomas and Sam, my name is Joel. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.